Welcome to another episode of I'm in a Band podcast. Relax as I take you down the garden path of banter and through the gate of music and, and knowledge. Wow, that. that was Fucking awesome. I'm in a band. 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 I'm, in a band. I'm, in a band. Yeah. I'm Chris, as always. I'm with James, Tommy, Will. Hey Hello, boys. Woo! How do? Hello. Will's clapping himself. <laughs> he claps himself a lot. <laughs> I'm rooting for myself. <laughs> Can we talk about Tiger King? Because that is a crazy show. Carol Baskin. <laughs> Carol Baskin. <laughs> that bitch. He, his hatred for that woman is not healthy. It was very weird as well how his two husbands were his husbands but they weren't gay as well they were just in it for the ride though you know they just got looked after they got loads of presents they just had to take a bit of dick every now and again and they were meth heads as well weren't they so yeah, they got yeah. their uh... they were gay for meth i think gay for meth <laughs> gay for meth there's an album name this is the second podcast we're recording this week and i'm not going to name names but the singer of the band fucked up his audio files and we've had to do it again <laughs> Woo! <laughs> There he is. I've hired an audience tonight. <laughs> All right, shall I uh, hit, hit you up with some music news times? Hit us up. All right, we've got something a little bit different today. So I'm going to read you two headlines. One of them is true, and one of them is an April Fool's headline. Uh. Because it's the 2nd of April, as we're recording today. Kiss sell out of Hello Kitty toilet paper amid coronavirus panic buying. It's a Hello Kitty design, and, and it's got the four different um, face makeups on the Hello Kitty thing. It looks pretty cool, actually. I'd wipe my ass on that. <laughs> I've got a couple of quotes. The stocks were actually stable until March the 30th. Since then, over 100,000 four-packs were ordered in 32 hours. It sold out, and then some of the uh, rolls have resurfaced on eBay for $550 a roll. Uh, Gene Simmons was asked to comment about this, and he said three words... I like money. Wow. Steel Panther unveils new pedal, the Butthole Burner. That sounds absolutely genuine from Steel Panther. Yeah, yeah, I think that's plausible. Um, they did an, uh, a funny little statement, I'll just read it out. Steel Panther are not immune to the effects of the current COVID-19 pandemic, as their partying has come to a stop because drug dealers are not classified as essential personnel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say a distortion pedal. There's like various puns for the different knobs and on the high and low eq we've got wasab high and jalapeno low if this is genuine i've already bought one they've sold me on it <laughs> i think kiss is is bs and um steel panther is 100 yes yeah i agree i'm going with steel panther is the truth i'll have to go with that as well yeah i thought kiss was uh true but then it just got too too far-fetched it's too cliche gene simmons mm, yeah yeah, you are correct. Which maybe we could all be wrong. Oh, we're correct. No, you're go. correct. I, I genuinely believe the Gene Simmons one until I got to the bottom of the article and it read Happy April Fools. And I was like, oh, oh right, okay. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what should we do now? Tommy, you've got you've got something you want to bring to the table? Is that true? Yeah, I've 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 got some uh, some would you rathers. Ranging Ooh. from, well, I mean, it depends how, how bad you want to go. We, we, we could start easy and get worse, if you want. I think that, yeah. that's probably, I'm braced I'd already. I'd say just go okay. for the worst straight away, because... No, we'll, 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 start, we'll start quite easy. 
If you were reborn in a new life, would you rather be alive in the past or the future? I would say I'm going to go for the past. I think the generation before us have had it better, and I, I want a slice of that. <laughs> you want a piece <laughs> of that pie. Okay, yeah, actually, from Chris's point of view, if, if we were uh, alive in the past and we got a crack of the musical industry whip back then, I think it would be better for us, yeah. Think of how many songs we would already be aware of that we could write before they were written. Did someone's just recently um, done a film where the Beatles didn't exist or something and they, he went back oh, in yeah. the past and he, re, he rewrote all the Beatles songs and he became essentially the Beatles. It was meant to be quite good, actually. Oh, one more for you. Last, last, last one's a bit deep. Would you rather know how you will die or when you will die? How? How? Because then I'd be looking out for it all the time. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, if, if it was like, oh, you fall off a crane, you'd be like, oh, I'm never going off a crane. You could think more <laughs> logically, like, oh, you're going to die eating pasta. Well, there's a problem solved. I'll never die as long as I avoid pasta. But what, what if, even though you know it, you still can't avoid it? So even if you know you're going to die of, 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 die of pasta you, and you avoid it, it's still going to happen <laughs> one day. You can't actually stop the course of history. That might not be so bad, though. I mean, a pasta, a pasta-related death, it, it, it would all depend on like what kind of pasta, really. I think a tagliatelle would be kind of like a peaceful death, whereas, you know, if you're going to get killed by that spiral shit, that's 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 going to be that's going to hurt. Yeah, a lasagna sheet's going to kill you off more because it's probably going to just. Well, it would suffocate you. A bit of lasagna to the face, though, could be pretty quick and painless. If I had to choose a way of dying with pasta, though, I probably would be lasagna because i think texturally and and flavor wise that packs a punch and that's a way to go i think if i was to choose a pasta related death i would i it, it would have to be ravioli i can imagine it just looking like like a meaty water balloon just going off no I'd, it's, personally i'd be a knocky so you get just smushed are we talking about being squashed by a giant version of the pasta here I'm, how... just just pasta related deaths in general well, actually, I was thinking I'd get suffocated by an entire slab of lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a lasagna sit on your face. But what a way to go. <laughs> you, your, your gravestone could say something really quirky, like, he passed away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's the best. That deserves a little... That's exactly the way I want to go oh, now. excellent. You could just do guitar noises down to down down a microphone. Just I had I had a question going back to the uh, the pedal that um, Steel Panther made. Uh, was oh, yeah. that if you were to have your own pedal made, what what might you call it? I think if I was going to name a pedal for myself, I'd call it Meatbag. The Meatbag, that's <laughs> yes. great. The Meatbag, and Excellent. it would just be. A really bottom endy, more bottom endy than I can already go, and it would essentially just be the brown noise. You, you, you're going to smell it more than you're going to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I think my pedal would be the uh, pooper scooper, and it would Ooh. EQ out all the crap that comes from my guitar. Oh, I like that. That's great. You like I want that? one of them as well. How much? James, I think you should uh, have a pedal called Flats in Dagenham. Flats and Dagenham, that's a good one. That is a good one. Flats and Dagenham. I don't really know what I think of you after that joke. No, that's actually one of James's fills, Tommy. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's oh, is not it? a joke. It's real. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's why I've real thing. it so many times then. It goes, dum dum bub dum I'm not, I'm not having a go at people who live in flats in Dagenham. Gee, let's just make that clear. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> nothing wrong. I'm sorry, anyone in Dagenham. I've, we're sending a spade in the post. <laughs> <you, Chris. laughs> let's talk about touring versus um, sporadic gigs gigging randomly throughout the year? Personally, I think you can target your your individual gigs better, like sporadic, sporadic gigs here and there. You know, you can you can pick your moment a little bit better than just doing doing like a block set of gigs over a week where you could be playing God knows where on a Wednesday night, you know. Yeah, I mean, often we're not in control of our, tour, our touring, are we? We go through a booking no. agent so yeah like you say we can't necessarily choose uh, what I would say is when, when you go on tour you basically know you're going to play two to three probably like dodgy gigs but you know on that that Thursday, Friday, Saturday you're going to get a good crowd and it just it's just what yeah. it just comes with it doesn't it when we do our, our Lunar Kiss parties and, and we invite like our, our fans into kind of our own studio we put a lot of energy into it we put, we put a lot of effort into it we make it a really grand affair but the, I feel that the pressure is so big on those gigs that whilst you're putting on a really good performance you've got all these internal dialogues going on like this is what's coming up next this is what's happened James does a trigger I have to and, and when we're on tour the same show happens because you've done it five times all of them all the muscle memory sets in and that kind of natural flow starts to happen yeah the better you get the more beer you can drink as well as the tour goes on you're right you kind of get to maybe day five or six you know your muscle memory's there now well it's just harder to get drunk you almost you need to challenge yourself as well don't you it's like you got on stage and you're like how many beers can i have before this starts to go south night one you can have Five beers. Night two, you can have six beers. Night six, you're on like twelve pints because you know. <laughs> night was it? Was it night three? You made it to before? Like it was Swansea, wasn't it? Because I woke up in the only thing I remember of that night is waking up in bed with you, Tommy, and waking up and throwing up in the bin, and you <laughs> and just looking around at you being there, and I've got. I just went, oh, I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> You, you just said, you know, I remember you saying it's all right, you got it in the bin, go back to sleep. I was like, yeah. And then went up. <laughs> um, I, remember, yeah. I remember from the last Lunar Kiss party, the uh, beach party that we put on at Dylan's, I remember just thinking throughout that whole thing, like, if something goes wrong here, regardless of what it is, whether it's the set, whether it's with sound, whatever, like, that's on us. Yeah. Whereas when you are touring through an agent, it tends to be, oh, well, all I've really got to worry about is, is my band's performance. Yeah, it's like, it's like when you have a little part and you're like, oh, oh, is the hummus right? Oh, have I got the right dips? It's like that, isn't it? Where did I put but the chipolata sausages? <laughs> oh, no, the serviettes don't match. Oh, no. <sighs> we don't have any cocktail sticks for the little squares of cheese. <laughs> I would say that if you need to put in 110 and you need to figure out everything that's going to make this experience unique for people coming because... The better you put, the more you put into it, the more everyone else is going to get out. Of if it, you're not it? pulling right. your hair out over it, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah, basically, yeah. Which is, <laughs> which is basically our mantra. We played a random Love night you, um, on tour, and I think there was basically two people in the audience, and there were two strangers who turned up specifically to see us, and we were like, right, we're going to put on an amazing show just for you two. 
Yeah, we're going to give them our best show ever. Like, we're going to do it balls to the wall purely for these two guys that have come to see us. I think our balls <laughs> touched at once. That was, yeah, it was a crazy <laughs> show. I'm in a band. That was another episode of Who Wants to Be in a Band? Oh, I always say that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on the... I've got the DVD box set. <laughs> Do you watch all the answers first so it makes you feel smart? <laughs> well, I don't guess the answer. I guess what I think answer they're going to say. That's a more fun game. <laughs> that was another episode of I'm in a Band podcast. I've been Chris. I've been great. You guys have been here. Thanks for coming. I'm talking to the band. The listener have been wonderful. Very quiet. Very silent throughout. Very good. Auf Wiedersehen. Das Vidania. Das Vidania. What's for dinner?